The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr. Thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XD TV channel 13, in San Diego from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 p.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KCSG, Channel 8 in St. George, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon, a landmark in Kali for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hans Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
Can you envision viewers sitting on the right hand of God, listening to the angels singing songs of praise and hallelujahs and lifting up the name of Jesus up high? I hope we all can witness such glorious event. Then in here to our church choir under the leadership of Emilia Hahn as they sing this wonderful song entitled God's Choir. Accompanying them will be Edith Matsuki on the piano and Pahaku Carter on the organ. Please join in singing as the words appear on your screen. When our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary, He took on the sins of the whole world and became the sacrificial lamb that we may receive salvation full and free. Are you ready, viewers, to receive the salvation that Jesus suffered for? Seek Him now when you can. Don't wait. The Lord calls us once, twice, thrice, 
then he calls us no more. Our church band under my direction will play for you this awe-inspiring anthem entitled, Heaven Came Down. As you begin your journey with Jesus, you come to find that you always want more. You want to learn more about his life, more about his teachings, more about his words, just a lot more. Our soloist this morning, Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr., is still walking his journey to Jesus. Listen as he sings for us his uplifting song entitled, When I Get Carried Away. One, two, three, four. I'm gonna let the glory roll when the roll is called in glory. 
I'm gonna get beside myself when I get beside the king that day. I'm gonna have the time of my life when the time of my life is over. I'm gonna get carried away when I get carried away. Well, I don't know why I become a little shy when I get around a whole lot of people. And I can't figure out why I never can shout about the love that's so. I must confess I can't express the feelings down inside me. The things I know and I cannot show one day will overflow. I'm down in the road when the road is calling glory. I'm gonna get beside of myself when I get beside the king that day. I'm gonna have the time of my life when the time of my life is over. I'm gonna get carried away when I get carried away. Well, I pass the clouds and I'll shout so loud, it may sound like thunder. My tearful eyes may fill the skies until it looks like rain. As I leave this world, past the gates of pearl to stand before the Savior and lift my soul, let the glory roll. But from the roll, he calls my name. I'm gonna let the glory roll and the roll is calling glory. I'm gonna get beside of myself when I get beside the king that day. I'm gonna have the time of my life when the time of my life is over. I'm gonna get carried away when I get carried away. I'm gonna let the glory roll when the roll is calling glory. I'm gonna get beside of myself when I get beside the king that day. I'm gonna have the time of my life when the time of my life is over. I'm gonna get carried away when I get carried away. I'm gonna get carried away when I get carried away. How wonderful it is, TV viewers, that we are able to offer our talents to the Lord, whatever it may be, and share God's word with those around us. But living by example, we allow Jesus' light to shine through us so that others may see Jesus in us. Once again, the members of our church choir will sing for you this wonderful song entitled, Let Your Light Shine. Glory in the sun, all the dead were saved, he's praying. 
In John 3.16, it says in part, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. It was His selfless love for all mankind that led Jesus to the cross of Calvary and became our sacrificial lamb. Our youth band will offer their talents unto the Lord in this beautiful and touching song entitled, Spirit Wings. Thank you. 
When we are happy to know the Lord, we sing songs of praise and thanksgiving. If we speak to others about Jesus and tell them how he has changed our lives, we've lifted his name to the highest. Then we read his words daily. It tells the story of his love for all of us and what we mean to him. Our witness this morning is Seneca Rose Han and Kelsey Pualoa singing this comforting song entitled, He Hideth My Soul. It is indeed an honor to dedicate this song in remembrance of our dear sister in Christ, Mrs. Jerry Cassiners. Her love for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ could always be seen through her faithfulness, love, and trust that she had in him to the very end. Now she is safe in the arms of Jesus, waiting for the trump of God to sound. Rest now, dear sister, until we meet again.
And praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. Station KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. From 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now, concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamaki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaneri Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. L. Verio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal S. Sparrow in Bologo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Spera in President Rojas, Cotobato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. Life is so full of problems that many people in the world today put their personal concerns ahead of Jesus. In spite of the message delivered in the song, Put Jesus First in Your Life, most often, we tend to put Jesus second, third, or even lower on our list of priorities. For many, it is a difficult decision to choose to be faithful to the Lord or to the world, even though we know what the correct choice should be. Perhaps if we learn a little more about the Lord through sermons, like the one I have entitled, Finding Jesus Christ, is experiencing the truth. The decision to choose the Lord will be a whole lot easier. 
We feel truly blessed to have this opportunity to share God's good news of the glorious gospel of the kingdom of God with you, our television congregation, through these weekly telecasts. It is our prayer that you will heed the Lord's call to everlasting life through his plan of salvation for all mankind. Please make a sincere desire to accept the commandment of the Lord Jesus Christ, to repent and be baptized in his name. The Bible New Testament speaks of the message Jesus Christ brought to mankind upon this earth. His words were confirmed with signs, wonders, and miracles. He preached with passion and with great compassion for his creation. He did not let the severity of the opposition hinder or discourage him from pressing forward onto victory. In spite of his wondrous works, many then and many today refuse to believe and accept the fact that Jesus Christ is God himself and the personified Son of God in the flesh. Jesus Christ spoke to Thomas in John 14, the sixth verse. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. In 1 Peter, the third chapter, and in the ninth verse, it addresses God's strong concern for mankind everywhere. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The four Gospels list multiple encounters Jesus Christ had with unbelievers during his three-and-a-half-year ministry. Some seize the moment to accept his life-saving message, while others refused him and therefore remained unbelievers. Despite it all, Jesus Christ is come to save the souls of mankind, regardless of the personal circumstances or locale that surrounds us all. Here are a few examples. Example one highlights Paul's conversion on the road to Damascus as being clearly within the spiritual realm of God's purpose. The Lord Jesus Christ looked beyond Paul's unbelief and unyielding spirit and found in him a heart steadfast for God's true righteousness. Paul admitted that he was a Hebrew of the Hebrews and Pharisee who regarded the righteousness of the law, and therefore he considered himself blameless. Having experienced the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ, he repented, having learned that the God of the Jews is manifested in the person of Jesus Christ. Example two deals with a man named Cornelius, found in the book of Acts in the 10th chapter. He was a Gentile and leader of an Italian band of men, women, and children who prayerfully asked the God of the Jews to manifest himself to him. 
being a God-fearing and devout man, he still felt the emptiness within himself, not knowing Jesus Christ himself. Peter, filled with God's Holy Spirit, was sent by the Lord Jesus Christ to testify unto him about life and immortality through the gospel of the kingdom of God. Cornelius and the entire Italian band rejoiced at the testimony of Peter and were blessed when God's Holy Spirit also fell upon them. And they too prophesied of Jesus Christ. Peter then said in Acts 10, 47-48, Can any man forbid water, that they should not be baptized which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. God's holy purpose is that one souls needed to be saved. Two, Peter's spiritual understanding would be open to know that Jesus Christ is not only God to the Jews, but also to the Gentiles and all who come to him. For God is no respecter of persons. And three, the gospel is being open to the Gentiles. Confirming Romans, the 11th chapter and the 32nd verse, which reads, For God hath concluded them all in unbelief, that he might have mercy upon all. Peter reveals to us an example of true repentance, which is described by the Apostle Paul as godly sorrow for sin. Peter denied the Lord Jesus Christ during the arrest and trial of Jesus Christ. He walked on the water at Galilee to Jesus Christ, and then seeing the boisterous waves, he began to sink because of his unbelief. He was astonished at the empty tomb and had twice eaten with the Lord Jesus Christ in his resurrected body. But he still abandoned his faith and went fishing. Therefore, Jesus Christ said to this impetuous apostle, Lovest thou me? Despite all of his shortcomings, Peter ranked amongst those who gave their all for the sake of the gospel. In the first and second epistles of Peter, you can feel his remorse for his past sins, and his words for believers are still pertinent today. First Peter, the first chapter, verses 7 through 9 reads, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Whom having not seen, ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. It is in the heart of God that all men should come to repentance. Therefore, he sends his spirit, filled preachers, to proclaim the gospel, which is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. God's word says, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Luke 10, 23, 24 relates, And he turned him to his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things that ye see. 
For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them. God's true body of believers, his church spiritually experiences his power and his presence every day, while others only earnestly seek to hear and to feel the same. The Lord Jesus Christ himself speaks to his people through his holy word in dreams and visions, similitudes, and through his Holy Spirit and the gift of meditation of tongues. God's people gather daily in his prayer tower to pray for the salvation of souls of men, women, and children everywhere. And their righteous prayers are sent unto the nostrils of the Lord Jesus Christ as sweet-smelling incense. We lay our prayer requests at the foot of the altar of God, knowing that he will surely answer the prayers of his faithful saints. The salvation plan of Jesus Christ is full and it is free. We here in the Apostolic Faith Church in Hawaii do not have any membership fees or prayer partner programs to be acknowledged as a member of the church. Jesus Christ paid the price and sacrificed for sin by giving his life. And he looks down from heaven saying, if you love me, keep my commandments. Therefore, when you are baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ, you are not joining the church, but rather you'll become a member of the body of Christ, his church, of which Jesus Christ is the head. Matthew 16, 24 to 27 tells us, Then said Jesus to his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. The saving of your soul is God's primary reason for preaching his plan of salvation in this television ministry. It is our gospel mission and duty to share with you the truth concerning the gospel of the kingdom of God and his plan for his life eternal. At an appointed time, a Pharisee named Nicodemus came to Jesus Christ to hear the gospel. He chose to come to Jesus Christ at night for fear of reprisal from his peers. He came to the Lord Jesus Christ because he felt empty within, and he knew that God was with him. Reading First of all, Mark, the first chapter, 14, 15 verse, it reads, Now after that John was put into prison, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. We live today in very exciting times as we anticipate the return of Jesus Christ in clouds of glory. Jesus Christ is coming again to call his waiting bride and body of believers, saying, Come up hither as experienced by John the Beloved in his vision in prison on the island of Patmos. These are the last days and time has run out. His soon coming is at hand and we must prepare ourselves to meet him. John the Baptist stated in John 1, 29 and 32 to 33, the next day John sees Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And John bare record saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it bowed upon him. And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, 
The same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. Therefore, Jesus Christ tells all mankind in John 3, 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Nicodemus was convicted by these words, and he tried to define and understand what Jesus Christ meant when he said to be born again. Spiritually speaking, it refers to the second birth of mankind. Paul relates to the word of God as a powerful two-edged sword. Like Nicodemus, the words of Jesus Christ will convict his believers to be born again. Everyone must accept God's word as the truth and thereby be spiritually motivated to perform the will of God. Being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with God's Holy Spirit. In verse 7 we read, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. To be born of water is being baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And being born of the Spirit is the infilling of God's Holy Spirit, evidenced by the speaking in an unknown tongue, which is God's heavenly language. 1 Peter 1.23 further relates being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. The scriptures tell us exactly what to do to be saved. And our faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith is the evidence of our belief, proven by what we do, because faith without works is dead. We are directed in Acts 2.38 about what we must do. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Peter proclaimed the baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. Take care for note, everyone who truly repents after bearing God's plan of salvation will be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ. This is true with Paul while in Damascus, the Philippian jailer, Cornelius and his household, Apollos, the prominent Jew, and the 3,000 souls saved on the day of Pentecost. They were all baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. As confirmed in Acts 4.12, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we will preach it until he returns again in clouds of glory. The question for you today is, have you been baptized in his name, Jesus Christ, and been filled with God's Holy Spirit? If not, today is the day of salvation, if you will but hear his voice. Isaiah 55, 1-3 relates, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye, buy, and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfies not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Jesus Christ teaches us about the kingdom of God in Luke 13, 18 through 21. 
Then said he, Unto what is the kingdom of God like? And whereunto shall I resemble it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and cast into his garden. And it grew and waxed a great tree. And the fowls of the air lodged in the branches of it. And again he said, Whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. These parables describe the limitless boundaries of the gospel and the tremendous impact the gospel will have upon the earth during this dispensation of grace. Christians everywhere look forward to the new Jerusalem, the new heavens, and the new earth as the final reward for every true born-again believer. The Lord Jesus Christ continues to save souls everywhere through baptism in his name and will still bring his many-membered body into that one place of spiritual unity. We're poised for another day of Pentecost. It is what's during the former reign and await the Lord's blessing during the latter reign to come. In Luke 17, 20-21, Jesus Christ addressed these questions. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo here, O Lord, there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Israel had longed for their own king, sovereign rule, and they had likened the kingdom of God to those of their neighbors in the north, south, and east. They expected a king of their own blood and culture who would bring respect, peace, and prosperity to Israel. However, they did not expect their king to be in the person of Jesus Christ. So as Jesus Christ spoke of the spiritual rebirth to Nicodemus, he was referring to the true kingdom of God within. Therefore, Jesus Christ must rule and reign within the heart of man first. 1 Corinthians 3, 16 tells us, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you, Therefore, dear television viewers, we must look within ourselves to find Jesus Christ as the Lord, Savior, and King of our lives. Jesus Christ made reference to acceptance and adherence to the bread of life, which he bought with him from heaven. The true observation of his kingdom will be evident when Jesus Christ returns in clouds of glory. We cannot add or delete anything to the completeness found in Christ Jesus. And we know that great is the mystery of godliness. Thereby are we led and guided daily by the Spirit of God to understand the mysteries of His kingdom. Colossians 2, 9-13 reads, For in Him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in Him, which is the head of all principality and power. In whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through faith of the operation of God, who had raised him from the dead. And you, being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, have ye quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. One thing is very evident throughout the Bible. God expects his people to follow his commandments to the very letter. In his epistle to the church at Colossus, 
Paul feared that the Colossians were on the verge of compromise, having been influenced by human traditions. He reminded them how their sins had been blotted out when Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary. He reiterated how they were buried with him in baptism and then given the promise of eternal life by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Paul explained that God had brought together both Jew and Gentile. In Romans 3, 29, 31, he explains, Is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also. Seeing it is one God, we shall justify the circumcision by faith and the uncircumcision through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid. Yea, we establish the law. When sinners repent of their sins, they acknowledge the penalty of sin that Jesus Christ paid on our behalf to fulfill the law, bearing sin's price on the cross. Therefore, obedience and faith are required to be acknowledged by the Lord Jesus Christ. Just as the Jews were accepted of the Lord by their faith, and likewise Gentiles through their faith. Therefore, we have become one in Christ Jesus, having then now become spiritual Israelites to serve him with greater love and understanding of his holy word. Let us learn what 2 Corinthians 3, 6 and verses 11 and 12 teaches, who also have made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. For if that which is done away was glorious, the law, much more that which remaineth, Jesus Christ, is glorious. Seeing then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech. This is the truth that we will experience when we acknowledge Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior in this life and the life to come. Now, if you would like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review our telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. To end another sweet hour of fellowship, we call upon our church band to once again play for you this anthem entitled, Victory in Jesus' Name.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.